the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Start praying. God is going to answer your prayer. But when you pray, remember this. He may say no. He may say slow. He may say grow. But sooner or later, God's going to say what? Go! And the prayer is going to be answered. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. Let's take our Bibles. The Bible has an answer. God has an answer. He has breathed it, and we're so thankful for it. We are going to hold our Bibles now near our heart. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Father, I thank you for your holy word. It's your wisdom breathed forth. It shows me the way of the Lord. It teaches me to walk in the paths of righteousness. Bless your word to my heart today. May my faith be increased as I hear your word. Plant the seed of your word in my heart. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, God answers prayer. There's no argument, I'm sure. We believe that God answers prayer. We know that by experience. We have experienced answers to prayer. But sometimes certain prayers are, are not being answered or they are slow being answered or they haven't been answered yet. But we do know that God answers prayer. The problem usually comes to us as to when God is going to answer the prayer. The timing. We expected the answer a long time ago, but it hasn't come yet. So we continue to pray. We have problems sometimes with how God answers prayer or the method. We think he's going to answer it in a particular way, but it hasn't been answered that, that particular way yet. But we're going to hold on and we're going to pray and we're going to believe. Now, <clears throat> you're going to need to write in your bulletin today it's, uh, some words. They're going to be on the screen also for you to see. The question is, how does God answer prayer? Well, God answers every prayer. Now listen to this very closely, what I'm going to say. God answers every prayer with these words, I love you. Now, every prayer is answered with these words from God, I love you. And because he loves us, he answers prayer in one of four ways. Now this sermon was preached a number of years ago or part of the sermon. I'm going to go back and I'm going to review 
it is going to be somewhat different, but it's going to be very relevant, and the Holy Spirit has encouraged me to come to you with the Word of God, which will encourage you to continue to hold on and believe and have faith. So one of four ways God answers prayer. Number one, I want you to read it with me. When conditions are not right, God says, what does he say? So God does answer prayer, but sometimes the answer is no. But listen, even then, God is giving us what we want because a no answer is what is best for us, isn't it? If my child drinking 13 Pepsis a day and my child asked for another Pepsi, what would I say? And he would more likely get upset, sulk, be disturbed, uh, stomp around about it for a little while. But a no answer was the best answer for him. Now, someday he's going to grow up and understand why dad said no, right? So sometimes we don't understand because we're not that mature in the Lord as we possibly should be or could be or will be. But God is maturing us and sometimes he has to say no because no is the best for us. If he said yes and then we, we, we received something that wasn't best for us, things didn't turn out all right, we would turn around and say, God, you knew how things were going to turn out. Why did you answer that prayer? Why did you just say no? One young man one time was in love with this girl. Uh, and he was uh, in high school, and she was so attractive, uh, so neat, so petite, so mannerly, and he prayed, God, give me Emerly. I need Emerly so much. I need her in my life. I love her so much. God, give her to me. And he prayed and prayed and prayed. Well, he, God said no, and she married somebody else. Twenty years later, <clears throat> he went back to a family reunion, and he saw Emily walk into the, the gymnasium with her family and her other husband. And he looked up, and when he saw her, he said, Thank God I didn't marry her. <laughs> Things had changed in the last 20 years. And he said, Thank God. That's one prayer I'm thankful you didn't answer. God said, No. <laughs> and he said, Oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> so when God says no, maybe it'll take 20 years, but you're going to find out he said no for your benefit. God's going to give you what is best for you, and he's going to answer in words. What are the words? I love you. That's how God answers prayer. Say it again. I love you. That's how God answers prayer. You see, God has a dream for every one of us. And he has a way of bringing that dream about. And when that dream is fulfilled, it's going to be for your betterment, betterment, for your blessing, for your beauty. He has something beautiful planned, and he's going to make it all come about. This is what God is going to do. Years ago, when uh, we were down at the high school worshiping, it was about over, th- over 30 years ago, I remember looking out all over this area for a piece of ground where we could build a permanent home for the Largo Community Church. And I looked all up and down Route uh, 202, uh, Central Avenue, 214, all the way down to Upper Marlboro. I rode in cars with real estate agents who would point out pieces of land, and I thought, surely this is it. Surely. And uh, then the land wouldn't perk. Uh, There were sewerage problems, drainage problems, all kinds of difficulties. And uh, every 
Every land piece was turned down. So finally I got real bold. I said, I'm going to walk across the land and claim it for you, Lord. And I would walk across a piece of land and I would claim it for the Lord. But I never really felt right about it all. But I, I mean, I was getting anxious. And then after all of those visits to pieces of property, God pointed out, said, it's on Enterprise Road. There's 10 acres on Enterprise Road. Mrs. Wood and her husband had a dream to build a dream house right here where this church is. And Mr. Wood passed away. Well, then Mrs. Wood didn't want to build the dream house. She had no more desire for the land. She put it up for sale. You know, if I had just waited, you know. But now I thank God that all of those other parcels were turned down and God said no to them. God says no when he has the best in mind for you. So accept a no answer and say yes to the Lord and receive it. So when the idea is not a good idea, God will say no. When the idea is a wrong idea, God will say no. And when an answer to prayer will affect somebody else adversely that you don't know how that's going to, you think it's going to bless you, but it's going to affect somebody else adversely, God will say no. So God knows when to say yes and when to say no. So if he has said no to your prayer, know this, he has something else better. God has a better plan. Okay, turn to your neighbor and say, God has a better plan. He has a better plan. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following an invitation for you to learn more about the Largo Community Church by visiting our website, largocc.org. There, you'll find links to all the ministries the church has to offer, including Sunday school, men's and women's fellowships, small groups, youth ministries, and many more. There's also a link for you to join our live worship services every Sunday morning at 9 and 11 o'clock. And a donation tab where you can partner with us in reaching the metropolitan area with the Healing Word Ministry. We invite you to visit LargoCC.org and get involved in our dynamic and growing ministry, the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. Now, let's return to the conclusion of today's message. When the time is not right, God says slow. Now, God is not going to do anything when we snap our finger. You know, he's just not going to jump when we say jump. He, he, he's a prayer-answering God, but he's not a, an instant prayer-answering machine. It's not like calling um, Papa John's and saying, Hey, I want a piece of delivered to my house, and I want, uh, I want anchovies and... and uh, a pepperoni, and I mean, you, you describe the topping and the God just putting it all together, listening to every word that you're saying, and you're just dictating to God how it's going to be, and then here it comes warm to your door. No, God doesn't do it like that. Sometimes we think that he's going to, and we want him to, we ask him to, but it doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes God says, slow. Say the word Slow. But God's uh, slowness is not his denials. He may delay, but he's not going to deny. He has a plan. He's working out that plan. Be patient. Listen to him. He's going to do something beautiful. Now, patience is not a word that we like to talk about very much, is it? I don't find very many books 
written on patience. And I don't hear very many sermons preached on patience. How many have heard me preach a sermon here on patience? Well, you're going to hear a little bit this morning, not, not a whole sermon on it. But patience is something that most of us are short on, aren't we? Yeah, we, we just don't care to wait on things because we are not a waiting people. We are a people of speed. We like fast cars. We don't like, we want to raise the speed limits. We like HOV lanes. We can't hardly stand it when the light turns from green to amber. That's what the judge said to that fellow. He said, don't you know what that means when that light turns yellow? He said, yeah, that means stomp on it. It's going to turn red. <laughs> we, we just can't hardly stand that, can we? We want to move. <clears throat> and our computers, I mean, we want it yesterday, don't we? Yesterday. I want it yesterday. Our computers are too slow, aren't they? Why, I get on my computer, and it doesn't come up on the screen, and I'll take my mouse. You know how you do that? <laughs> come on! Come on! We're a people of speed. We want it yesterday. <clears throat> One little girl, well, she wasn't so little now. She's, she's grown up somewhat, and the parents thought that she was old enough now to um, learn about how to handle money. And so the dad and mother both sat down with her and told her that... Uh, when your piggy bank now is full, you take the money and you go down to the bank on the corner and you deposit the money in the savings account and you'll get interest. And they answered all of her questions. She asked them questions and they thought that she understood. So the next day she said she's going to open her piggy bank, take her money down and put it on deposit there in the savings account. And the father, it's a small town, he called the banker and he said, now my daughter's coming down with her piggy bank money, and uh, she's going to open a savings account. You go ahead and open it, and we'll come by later today, and uh, I'll sign the necessary papers. So the little girl goes down to the bank, and the banker himself comes out to wait on her. And he takes her money, counts it out, puts it on uh, the, the counter, and then he writes her a receipt and gives it to her, and he said, now you have a savings account. And the banker went on about his business, but the little girl just stood there. So finally he comes back and he looks and he said, is there something else that I can help you with? He said, she said, I'm waiting on my interest. (laughs) I mean, they want it now, right? (laughs) We we grow up so programmed to everything happening soon, real soon. Even our prayers to the Lord, we want it to happen very soon. Now, I want you to look up at the screen. We're going to read Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. I want you to read it with me in unison. See it? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such patience. Patience is in the Bible. Did you know that? It's in the Bible, and it is a fruit of the Spirit, meaning this, that you and I can only reproduce the kind of patience that God wants us to produce that is necessary for us to have answers to prayer, only as the Spirit of God gives that to us. Now, we cannot discipline ourselves, motivate ourselves into having patience. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit, which simply means it's a manifestation of the Spirit of Jesus that is within us. 
Jesus lives out within us. And so when we're impatient, we're like a child. We're in a hurry. We we want something right now. Impatience is not the spirit of Jesus. Patience is the spirit of Jesus. And the more of Jesus that we have, we get more of Jesus as we read the word, as we're taught the word, as we live in the presence of Jesus. We are now filled with the spirit of Jesus. Now we can produce all of those fruits that we can't produce on our own. And patience is one of them. And we certainly need patience when it comes to prayer, right? I want to tell you a little story about patience. Uh, this is the, a different kind of patience. Uh, it's a patience that, uh, you know, you get exasperated. This, this little boy went to school and it started raining and got cold outside. And so the teacher was going to put his boots on so that he could um, go home. And she couldn't hardly get the boots on him. She pulled and she tugged at his little feet and little legs. And she broke out into a sweat. And uh, finally she got the boots on. And then the little boy looks down and he said, you put them on the wrong feet. They were out this way. <laughs> Teacher pulls, sets him down, tries to get him off. It was almost as difficult getting them off. It was to get him, uh, them on. She needed patience, you know. So she pulled, finally gets him off. And now she gets him on the right feet. And she tugs and she pulls and she works. And uh, finally she gets them on. And, and then when she got them on, he said, these are my brother's boots. <laughs> But, but he said, he, he, he let me have them today so I could wear them to school. And um, so she looked down. She says, well, where are your socks? He said, oh, I got them stuffed in the toe of my, 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 my. So patience is, is something, a virtue that we all need, right? In various ways. And it also is something that we need when it comes to spiritual things. When it comes to waiting on the Lord, we get impatient with God sometimes. God, where are you? Have you heard my prayer? He has heard our prayer, but sometimes he says slow. Say the word slow. Slow. Turn to your neighbor and say, sometimes God says slow. slow. Now I want you to think about when I went down through this group and this group and this group, this group and the choir, some of the things that you said that maybe you're still praying about, you prayed about for days, weeks, months, and it hasn't happened yet, but God's delays are not his denials. God hears and answers prayer. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. God hears and answers our prayers. He is a prayer answering God, but he's a heavenly father and he knows how to and he knows when to. I must confess that I am still a child in the school of prayer. I am still learning and I know you are too. Little babies are not born with patience. Did you know that? They're not born with patience. When, when When the baby starts crying, the baby is saying, I want picked up. I want picked up now and not a minute or two later. I want to be fed now and not a minute or two later. That baby is crying, and sometimes we're still little babies in the school of prayer. You know, we want God to do it now, and we want it right away. <laughs> the little baby is saying what I want I want now what I want I want now what is it about you that you can't understand that (laughs) 
And that's the way we, we get down before the Lord. We want it to happen immediately. But God has some planning to do, some things to work out. And uh, he's working it all out. And when the time is right, when the time is right. Now, number three, now look at number one again. When conditions are not right, God says what? Okay. When the time is not right, God says? Okay. When you are not right, God says? You see, God is more interested in you as a person than he is in answering your prayers. He really loves you. He's interested in you. He wants to bless you and develop you. He doesn't want you just to receive everything that you, you want when you want it. Uh, he's a God who really, truly cares for you and your life. Now, sometimes we're just not ready to receive the answer. We're, we're just not ready. We, we need to grow. And if God answered, now listen to me closely. If God answered when we wanted him to answer immediately, an instantaneous prayer-answering service God, that might turn out to be a curse. It's like one time, let me illustrate. When I, I took my son, we were at a motel. There was a swimming pool. He was a little boy. I picked him up. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to be angry with me now. <laughs> I abused him, abused my son. I picked him up. We were having a lot of fun, and I threw him into the deep end of the pool. I thought, that's how you're supposed to learn to swim, right? <laughs> well, I had to get in there and get him out. Well, he couldn't swim. He couldn't make it. He would have drowned. So that that was a, an enjoyment to me. <laughs> could have been the curse of death to him. So God knows when we need to, the blessing. And sometimes God is saying, I'm going to bless you, but you need to grow a little bit. It's going to take a little more time, a little more growing. It's like the 15-year-old boy. He wanted to drive the car. And when his dad wouldn't give him the keys to the car, he gets upset. Any teenagers in your house? (laughs) He wanted to drive the car. He hadn't been through driver's training yet. He didn't have a driver's license. But he wanted to drive the car, and he thought his dad was so mean. Because dad said, no, you've got to grow. And when you grow, and when the time is right, I'll give you the keys to the car. I mean, God loves us. And God knows the time when we should receive the answer. And then, when everything is right, number four, when everything is right, what does God say? Go. That's when the miracle happens. That's when the mountain is conquered. That's when the victory comes. When everything is right. And God is putting it all together for us to receive the blessing that he has for us. So start praying. God is going to answer your prayer. But when you pray, remember this. He may say no. He may say slow. He may say grow. But sooner or later, God's going to say what? Go. And the prayer is going to be answered. So does God answer prayer? Yes. Are we to pray specifically for big things? Yes. But leave it in God's timing and leave it to God to choose the method. God is smarter than we are and He will do something wonderful and something beautiful. We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go... 
Here is Pastor Jack Morris. How God answers prayer. Friend, pray and believe because God cares for you and He will answer your prayers. Now tomorrow evening, I'm going to talk to you about Paul's conversation with King Agrippa. King Agrippa was almost, almost persuaded to believe, to serve God, almost but not quite. Go all the way up. Be a hundred percenter for the Lord. Hear this message and know that God cares for you and you can have all that God has promised. You don't have to be almost there. You can be all the way, 100%. Tomorrow evening, let's get together, okay? Thanks and God bless you. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. Be sure to tune in to WAVA tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.